0: What's going on everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Whatever News. The only news source that provides anything and everything anime manga related and we don't bore you, we get into it. Let's do it. I Before we continue, in case you don't know, I have an album out right now called The Rise of Tim Roosevelt. You can listen to it on all streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere you get your music, you can check it out. I got records on there like Day Ones, the intro that you hear on all my videos, mistakes, and many more. Super appreciate all support, all love. Let's get into the video though. And to start things off, we have a massive, as of I'm recording this one, breaking news. By the time you see it, maybe you have heard whispers of it regarding black. Clover. Black Clover's manga has just rocked the world with the announcement that has come out of Weekly Shonen Jump regarding the future of it. Now, in case you don't know, Black Clover has been on its final arc for quite a bit now. The whole battle against Lucius, Zogratis and everything that has transpired has been in its final stages for a bit. And, yeah, it's been seeming like the story is about to end. However, I thought that it would end its serialization in Weekly shown and jump, but that is not the case because an announcement came out that black clover will no longer be serialized in weekly shonen jump magazine we have the details on what is actually happening with it but before we get into all of that i just gotta say i didn't see this one coming at all like i just thought genuinely hey black clover is going to you know finish out its run and it's going to you know wrap itself up in you know weekly shonen jump magazine i didn't think that it would get carried over to another magazine and all of this stuff also considering the fact that despite whatever people may say in terms of the success of Black Clover, it has done 19 million copies in circulation as of the recording of this video. It might even be at 20 million. And yeah, it's still more successful than majority of the other series in Weekly Shonen Jump Magazine. And the last, I'd say about four years, five years outside of Jujutsu Kaisen, the only other series that has sold anywhere in the ballpark of Black Clover is Sakamoto Days that has done 3 million copies copies so 3 million to almost 20 million Black Clover is one of the top dogs in Weekly Shonen Jump so for them to be removing it from Weekly Shonen Jump it is very questionable. Now, there was already some speculation as to uh, Black Clover being removed from Weekly Shonen Jump for about a week or so now, uh, because the banner on Weekly Shonen Jump's account had removed Black Clover from the imagery, which had a lot of people shocked, like, what the hell is going on? But still, nothing was concrete. And also, I remember a situation like this kind of being similar uh, happening with Weekly Shonen Jump. This isn't the first time that something like this has happened, where I believe it was nura rise of the yokai clan in the middle of its finale or close to its finale like its last handful or so chapters they removed it from weekly shonen jump and serialized the rest of the finale and i want to say it might have even been jump giga as well black clover by yuki Tabata will be officially transferring its serialization to jump giga after weekly shonen jump issue number 38 black clover is also promoting and reaching the climax of its final arc through this magazine transfer more details about the series will be given in the future now in case you don't know about shonen jump giga or jump giga it is not a release schedule that most may find appeasing because majority of people and the most popular manga as of now is usually weekly manga right weekly releases are the thing that keep people interested each and every week, Jujutsu Kaisen, One Piece, My Hero Academia, so on and so forth, so weekly is ideal, hell, even monthly is kind of, you know, still a thing, right, like, Attack on Titan was a monthly manga, and it was one of the most popular manga of all time, it sold over 100 million copies, you know what I'm saying, so, even monthly would be ideal, but, Seemingly, Jump Giga isn't a monthly magazine or a monthly release either, although I looked on Google and it said it was, but it's not. It is a seasonal release, so to speak, and essentially, Jump Giga releases four issues of its magazine a year. So essentially, if Black Clover isn't going to wrap up in its next chapter, you are going to have to wait eons to get the next one it's basically about every three or so months you get a chapter or or you get a release of jump giga and black clover if it doesn't wrap itself up in the next one you're gonna have to wait three more months because the next issue doesn't even come out till winter time so you still got quite a bit this is wild this is absolutely wild now speculation has been r- running around as to what was the cause of all this like why would you even do something like this when we're in the you know final act so to speak this manga is supposed to be wrapping itself up here soon why, why make such a drastic change in the last hour and some people are speculating uh, Tabata's wife has been extremely ill I want to say even in one of the recent Shonen Jump author comments which we will read he kind of addresses that his wife just came out the hospital with a I think it was a gallbladder surgery and a whole bunch of stuff so it could very well be the case that his wife is sick and he can't you know afford to or he needs to take this time to be with his wife and he can't do the weekly serialization anymore maybe because you know he also has a daughter Tabata has to be more of a family man and that's completely understandable I mean it sucks and it's sad For the fans that love this series so much. Especially after we just had a pretty lengthy hiatus. I want to say it was last year. There was like three months of no Black Clover. But who knows. Maybe that was the catalyst to the beginning of this thing. Black Clover also has not been the most popular. I don't even know. Recent. I guess say about a year or so now. In the rankings it's been kind of in the bottom. So that could also be another reason as to why they decided. You know what. It's not polling well, you know, people aren't voting for Black Clover. It was never the biggest seller in comparison to the Jujutsu Kaisens and Demon Slayers and all these other manga we've had. Tabata's having personal issues, you know, some chapters have been coming in short, although I would say still that that's a little unfair to You know, put that against Tabata, considering Kohei Horikoshi from My Hero Academia has been for a while now pushing out some shorter chapters due to his own health issues. So that's a little bit unfair, but nevertheless, you add all of those things in unison and that would probably be enough of a reason to say, you know what? maybe it's time to get black clover in a different schedule but it is heartbreaking it is sad it's kind of like wow (laughs) you know i mean what the heck we're in the last the last stretch and this is what happens and it's ah yeah terrible terrible situation but as it stands right now black clover will no longer be weekly shonen jump serialization released it will be quarterly and it'll be going into its final final climax thingy majig so maybe the next either chapter to two to three chapters it'll wrap itself up but uh this is a bummer it's a bummer maybe you know one day the black clover anime will come back and we'll have you know rejoice one more time so to speak but it's almost too unreal you know what i mean and i know this is forever news so let me not get too into the emotions but yeah there you have it black clover no longer weekly shonen jump crazy before we continue, let me give you guys an update. I know last week there was no episode of Forever News. In case you missed the community tab post that I had posted, uh, I took the week off to spend time with my kids. My kids were, you know, heading back to school. They just started school. Some of them, some of them start next week or whatnot. So I wanted to just take some time to uh, spend some time with my kids and focus on other aspects that I'm working on in my career or whatnot. So for those that missed Forever News last week, my bad had to spend time with my kiddos and handle real life situations so hope you understand on that but just wanted to give you guys an update it wasn't anything like yo i i forgot about the news it was more like yeah real life stuff you know moving forward a little bit of news from last week that i missed out on but i thought i'd report on it because it kind of sounded a little bit on the uh i don't know outrageous side of things apparently the author of gants was in the algorithms last week for news because of some statements he had made about a few western movies including harry potter lord of the rings and the latest barbie movie so let's take a little read on this bad boy apparently there was i believe uh some interview and he was talking about things and he said well his number one favorite movie is die hard so he loves him some you know die hard action all of that good stuff he said i'm sure you know this movie very well well, some of you may think of it as nothing but a boring predictable blockbuster but I could watch it a dozen times and never get tired I waited a whole year for it to open in Japan and by the time I did I knew the entire plot and had even seen several scenes I still went to see it first thing in the morning on opening day and thought it was the best movie I'd ever seen it was like I felt everything that John McClane did I was tense from beginning to end and after it was over I was so excited that I just had to tell somebody about it what got me the most was the plot just as an off-duty cop arrives at the skyscraper where his wife works. Her company is having a party. The building is taken over by a terrorist group. The off-duty cop just happens to avoid being noticed by the group and begins his lone fight against them. I seem to have a soft spot for stories that feature a single person battling large groups against all odds. I've never seen anything that excited me as much as Die Hard or Back to the Future but there have been some movies that have come close. Alien, Aliens, Jaws, Dawn of the Dead, The Thing, Terminator, Mad Max, Jurassic classic park the professional nikita independence day robocop the matrix these are all blockbusters that i'm sure everyone's heard of and that's not the stuff that he was (laughs) getting uh because he came under fire for some of his comments that he said about some of these other films but that was him sharing his love which i going to lie man's has amazing taste he loves the the classics so to speak anywhere from you know jaws to the matrix really awesome movies but then he goes on a little bit yeah let's keep reading other ones that I like are a little lesser known even though they were made by the major studios. Friday Night, Judgment Day, Blade, Blade is awesome, The Abyss, Mulan, Predator, Predator 2, Gataka, The Dead Zone, Pitch Black, Enemy of the Gates, From Dust Till Dawn, Galaxy Quest, the list just goes on. Amongst recent movies I'd have to say Monsters Inc. and Shaolin Soccer. I didn't really care for Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. The visuals were nothing new and the scripts kinda sucked. Lord of the Rings is for role-playing geeks, and Harry Potter is for children. I'm neither, and they just made me sleepy. (laughs) And people have been on his head top for that. You know the nerds and geeks was like, how dare you? Which, to be fair, if he would have thrown in like, yo, dog, I watched an anime, like, Naruto, that shit was trash. We would have been on his ass too, so let's not try, you know, play around here. But then he went on, and I believe, commented a little bit about Barbie. Gantz mangaka... Okuhiro is upset about Barbie being too feminist and worried about America where a film about independent women that don't need men has become such a big hit. He basically said, if you don't like it, read one piece or something basically he felt it was too much of a feminist movie and that it was corrupting america and i don't know about that take in, pers- in particular i know some people feel that way but yeah point being is that the manga of Gantz, he was uh, a little bit uh on the wild side in terms of his commentary considering the fact that dog you are a huge and successful manga author you know Gantz is massive he's had other major hits like inuyashiki that that's one of my favorite anime of all time you you know what I'm saying, so this man has made some greatness. He's talked about, you know, he loves some of the classics like Matrix and all these other films and whatnot. So he knows the stuff, but for him to come at Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and then even Barbie geez louise man's is um some might say based some might say yo you you're doing a little too much homie relax you made greatness you don't need to put other people down you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm just saying chill out you know what i'm saying but yeah that was definitely something that even though i haven't been you know reporting on the news it definitely reached me last week and i felt i'd share it and let me know what you guys think do you think man's went overboard by dissing lord of the rings and harry potter and barbie or was he keeping it real so to speak Moving forward, in case you missed it, Boruto Part 2, Boruto 2 Blue Vortex, commemorating the start of serialization. People's memories have been altered, and as a result, Boruto's life is threatened by the village of Konohagakure. What awaits him when he and Sasuke escape the village in the face of adversity is, and that will begin Sunday, August 20th, twenty twenty. uh with the time skip as of the recording of this video spoilers are out in case you don't know spoiler alert i have not been pretty much anywhere on social media like i've been avoiding the spoilers like the plague because on my official twitch twitch.com slash tim roosevelt i will be reacting to this thing live reading it on sunday so if you want to see what fenev what tim thinks about boruto 2 blue vortex chapter 1 or chapter 81 of boruto however you want to call it then and you can catch me then live i'll be reading it i'll post a you know video playback on my forever world channel all that good stuff but definitely check out twitch.com slash tim roosevelt because that's where i'll be talking about it and yeah this is going to be a big one okay because even though boruto has said to be like oh you know it's not as popular when stuff happens with boruto when things go down the world reacts to boruto so yeah if you're a naruto fan and you're at the very least interested boruto's time skip is going down the official releases this Sunday, you might want to check it out. You never know. Maybe it'll change your mind about Boruto. The designs already are looking off bleak you dig, and this is going to be big. It might even rival the popularity and the talk that Gear Fifth Luffy had. No matter what you want to say, Boruto is connected to Naruto, and everyone loves Naruto. Moving forward, Toriko creator Mitsutoshi Shimabukuro has published a new rock music focused one-shot titled Yabai on Shonen Jump Plus and Well, first of all, the character design kind of looks like, you know, something straight out of Toriko, but that is such a cool concept to try, you know what I'm saying? Like, you did battle series, you did an adventure-type story with, uh, what was it, Build King, and now you're trying something, you know, rock music-focused one-shot. I like that. I I think that that's a dope idea, and hopefully he gets serialized and can, you know push this out on Shonen Jump Plus because I think avenues like Shonen Jump Plus are very important for a mangaka that, you know, they had their hit series back in the day. Maybe they don't want to go back in weekly Shonen Jump or maybe they're just not cut out for it anymore because it is a rigorous and strenuous lifestyle give them something where they're more lax and they can still pump out some great storytelling. Shonen Jump Plus seems to be a great avenue for that. So really dope stuff. And again, cool concept, a rock music focus, one shot. Hopefully he keeps going with it. Moving forward, Undead Unluck fans. Apparently the Undead Unluck TV anime will start broadcast on October 6th, 2023. The series will also hold a special premiere showcasing episodes one and two and featuring casting talks on October 1st, 2023 so more than likely if those episodes do air on October 1st unless the special premiere is like at like a special location or whatnot the episodes will probably leak out by then but yeah October 6th let's go Undead unluck. I'm I'm rooting for this one I'm I'm gonna be honest with you I'm rooting for this one because you know that generation of Shonen Jump didn't really take off like I thought it would have you know Marshall is over the anime as we spoke about in the last episode of Forever News didn't really do what we had hoped for you know what i'm saying sales wise it bombed anime you know didn't do that well the manga's over the manga did sell five million copies but you know overall that wasn't and that was the leading you know uh popular series of the bunch this one kind of came in like a little bit of a second place in terms of sales but i do think considering david productions is behind this one david productions have done jojo bizarre adventure this is one where zayo like, dog please give it a shot because based off the trailers a dead Unlock looks like it's going to be fire and and I'm excited for this one. I'm definitely going to check it out uh, come October 6th. And I'm glad we finally got a release date because we knew more or less October. But now we know first week of October, Undead Unluck. Let's go. Moving forward, fans of Yusuke Murata. Apparently, Yusuke Murata has uploaded a new preview of Brain X Brave, an upcoming new Shield 21 one-shot to commemorate the 21st anniversary of the series. The work scheduled to be published in Shonen Jump Plus's app in the future and it's dope to see a little bit of Ice Shield twenty one love considering the fact that people kind of forget about Ice Shield twenty one and I've watched a little bit of the anime back in the day. I think I seen like about six episodes and I thought it was pretty dope. So yeah, um him kind of doing this whole celebration for it for twenty first anniversary. I'm here for it. I mean it's overdue and I-, I checked the piece of the animation. The animation actually looked pretty cool too. I'm wondering uh, who put that Little teaser together, so to speak, because it's not an anime, you know, it's a one shot, but cool animation there. Moving forward, a little update on Blue Lock. Apparently, Blue Lock currently has 28 million copies in circulation, and that's crazy because 100% Blue Lock is unanimously the most current released popular uh, sports series out there. You know what I'm saying? Like considering Haikyuu has ended, Kurokono Basket ended a long time ago. Blue Lock currently is the number one most popular when it comes to uh, sports series. So, Kudos to Blue Lock, and at the end of the day, yeah, that anime did wonders because, yes, Blue Lock was kind of popular before, not kind of, it was pretty popular for a manga before its anime. The anime took it to where, yeah, almost 30 million sales, and the anime's been out, I think, what, less than a year now? Or is approaching a year? That's freaking madness. Let's go. Moving forward, apparently Disney Plus has some plans that is gonna piss off a lot of people. Because according to this, it says Disney Plus plans to restrict password sharing in 2024. Disney Plus slash Hulu raised price of ad-free tiers. So not only they're cracking down on the password sharing, similar to what Netflix has done in recent times, now they're also raising prices, similar to what Netflix has done in recent times. And this is all bad for us. I ain't gonna lie. It's crazy how it felt like, you know, we beat the monster known as cable TV. You know, cable TV is... I would argue on his last legs nowadays like how many people really is scrounging for cable tv you know the prices got jacked up towards the end astronomically it was like yo what the hell dog what are we doing here you know what i'm saying better off getting a little 20 dollars netflix or whatnot now it's starting to be like yo you know if you want netflix hulu disney all these things and whatnot you're paying pretty much close to cable prices and they're continuing to rise so it could outdo cable prices and make it limited where no we either have netflix or we have disney we're not we can't have both like that's where we're headed but disney ceo bob Iger announced during the company's earning call on wednesday that disney plans to restrict password sharing for accounts on its disney plus service sometime next year Iger added that the company is currently exploring the best options for paying subscribers to share their accounts with friends and family and that disney plans to update disney plus subscriber agreements later this year regarding sharing policies disney plus also announced that it is raising the price of its ad free tier from 10.99 to 13.99 so they Hey, we want an extra three dollars, not even a dollar. Wow, While the ad-free tier for Hulu will rise from fourteen ninety-nine to seventeen ninety-nine, there will be a bundle for ad-free Disney Plus and Hulu bundled together for nineteen ninety-nine. Starting on September sixth, the new pricing scheme will take effect October twelfth. The prices of ad-supported tiers will remain unchanged. Netflix recently brought its new password sharing policy to multiple other markets, including the United States. Netflix launched a new policy in test markets, Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru on February 5th. The company then extended its new password sharing policy to Canada, New Zealand, Spain, and Portugal later that month. Netflix said that in each of those countries, there was an immediate cancel reaction, but it was eventually eclipsed by former sharers creating new accounts or paying more to formally add new users to existing accounts. So what that means is essentially the consumers failed. The consumers failed or... The company, or Netflix in particular, are not being completely truthful in terms of the fact that they're making it look like, no, people was a little mad at first, but then they came around to the idea. Now they're coming back in droves and it's stronger than ever. And Disney is looking at that like, oh, word. So it actually worked? Bet. We're doing the same thing. So yeah disney is just following suit of what seemingly worked for netflix and if people were willing to pay the price for netflix and you know continue on despite the fact of the password sharing breakdown or crackdown they're gonna follow suit and it's very disappointing very much so like come on dog really like they're heading towards again, we thought we'd escaped cable, and we might have created an even bigger monster because you know if you want prime uh, you know Amazon Prime, Disney plus, Hulu, uh, Netflix, all of these things, you're paying a hefty price it's It's getting scary out here, folks, not to mention you know your anime subscription services adding crunchroll in there as well, you know what I'm saying It's madness if you're a you know hardcore collector, you know add that on top of that like. You're paying a lot just to have some media of like movies and, and TV shows. It's. Nuts, but yeah, Disney following Netflix suit. Moving forward, My Hero Academia Two Heroes anime film to stream on Crunchyroll. My Hero Academia fans can look forward to the series' first big screen outing with the upcoming arrival of the My Hero Academia Two Heroes anime film, which will be available on Crunchyroll, originally premiering in Japan 2018. The feature once again has Kenji Nagasaki directing with the series' mainstay, Yosuke Kuroda, handling the script, and Yoshihiko... Umakoshi providing character designs for the Bones production. My Hero Academia 2 Heroes will be available on Crunchyroll Thursday, August 17th uh 2023 at 5 p.m pacific time so you probably yeah oh you could by, by the time you're watching this you could go hop on over to uh watch the movie right now so it's uh, available for you and uh i'll be honest with you it's a cool movie i i'm really more so a fan of the heroes rising film i think that's the second one if i'm not mistaken i don't know whatever the name of the second one is that's my favorite film of the my hero academia films we have so far but Pretty cool treat, you know, adding some of these really dope movies onto Crunchyroll. Why not? It makes a bigger bang for your buck for anime. Moving forward, Shaman King Flowers TV anime first trailer revealed the official site and social channels for previously announced shaman king flowers tv anime have been updated with the newest cast members that will be featured in the series alongside the first trailer which was featured you can see it here on the screen takeshi furuda returns to direct the adaptation of hiroyuki takai's manga at studio bridge with series composition by shoji yonemura character designs by mayuko yamamoto and music by yuki Hayashi Netflix exclusively streamed the first series worldwide. Additional staff have also been confirmed and are listed. You can see it on the screen. And I'm wondering how successful this one's going to be because I remember Shaman King initially, people were massively excited for the Shaman King remake anime. And then when it came out, People weren't as impressed aesthetically, the visuals and whatnot. They said "Eh, animation ain't all that great, and it kind of didn't really pop like I thought it would have. I thought it was going to get a similar reaction to Hunt the Hunter 2011, to be honest with you. And considering it didn't, I'm curious what this Shaman King, you know, follow-up Shaman King Flowers is going to do. Either way, it's dope for Shaman King fans nonetheless because uh, the original Shaman King had an anime. I don't think Shaman King Flowers ever got animated, so this is the first time this is getting an anime, and. Yeah, Shaman King fans, at the very least, I can say y'all's is going to be eating, you dig? Moving forward, a little gaming news, but I did want to comment on it because I was a pretty big fan of this game back in the day. Lollipop Chainsaw Remake is titled and delayed to summer of 2024. So next summer, it'll be coming. Dragami Games needs a little more time on Lollipop Chainsaw. A remake was announced for Suda51 and James Gunn's over-the-top zombie action game, uh, Lollipop Chainsaw, back in July 2022. And now we have an update from the folks at Dragami Games. The remake has been given the title Lollipop Chainsaw repop and while it was originally penciled in for release sometime in 2023 it's now being pushed back to summer 2024 window producer yoshimi yasuda shared a message in japanese and english on twitter and Dragami games shared it in it yasuda apologizes for the inconvenience and says the team needs a little more time he adds we will do our best to create the game that you will love so we ask for your continued support so Yeah, a little while longer. We got a little bit of a a visual right here. Is that character design from the original? Probably from the original. I can't really remember. But either way, Dragami Games is uh, still chipping away. So next summer, we'll have a look at it. And I ain't gonna lie, that game was fun as heck. So hopefully, it's just as fun with this quote-unquote repop that they're doing for uh, Lollipop Chainsaw. You know, Lollipop Chainsaw, maybe have a crossover with Chainsaw Man. Why not? (laughs) Moving forward Bleach creator reveals one detail he wouldn't cut from the anime. Bleach Thousand and Blood War has taken things up a notch with its second course, the separation. While Studio Piro has been hard at work when it comes to the latest adventures of Ichigo Kurosaki and the Soul Society, the creator of the Shonen series, Taite Kubo, has taken the opportunity to share his thoughts with the animators in the anime adaptation's latest episode. There was one specific scene where Kubo put his foot down and made sure that the mind was followed to a T on the small screen. Of the many members of the Vanden Rake, perhaps none were more terrifying than Asnod, the masked swordsman who had stolen Byakuya's Bankai and was attempting to kill his little sister Rukia. While the Stern Ritter fighter wasn't able to rely on Byakuya's power in the recent episode, he unleashed his power that seems more likely to appear in a hardcore horror movie than The Journey of the Soul Society. Designated as F aka The Fear, Nod's power was almost too much for Rukia to handle, but luckily Ichigo's ally received a major assist from her brother that helped turn the tide. As Asna was killed during the latest Bleach episode, a major threat to Soul Society was passed. As Kubo stated in a recent blurb, Piro had initially thought of cutting some of Adnod's longer lines about fear, which helped in not just showing the current state of the villain, but also hinting at his past from a hospital bed clinging to life. Bleach creator took the opportunity to insist that the lines remain in the anime adaptation, even though they were initially cut as they would examine Nod's character further, stating such lines as, I wonder if heaven is a place where it's easy to breathe. Nod clearly made quite a change when he became a member of Yawacha's Forces and yeah, I could imagine they probably wanted to take out lines about, you know, anything to do with heaven or something that might be perceived as religious. So that's probably more along the lines of what they wanted to get out. And shout outs to Kubo for saying no dog, we gonna have the line about heaven in there. Shout outs to Kubo standing on his own too. I respect it. Hells yeah, and kudos to just in general keeping the integrity of the manga within the anime adaptation. I mean, you know, a lot of the Stern Raider even in the manga didn't get as fleshed out as I personally would have liked them to have gotten. I think that there was a lot more to have been explored for some of these characters. So the fact that Kubo is like, yo, we're maintaining his character. And you know, everything about him is going to stay intact. That's really, really dope. And kudos to the Marga creators standing on their uh, convictions. While one of the scarier members of the Stern Raider is now deceased, there are plenty more threats that are under your watch's command, not even including the mastermind behind the Vanden Raid. Despite their recent power boost, each going company still have some rough waters ahead of them. And, yeah. Bleach, A Thousand Blood, War, are still ongoing right now with Second Core. Moving forward, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure creator loves everything about Shrek, except one thing. Yo, it's like every week, we get some random ass story about Hirohiko Araki, like Clint Eastwood, now Shrek, what's next, yo? Hirohiko Araki has been quite busy with the world of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as a new arc has started in the JoJo lands. Focusing on the newest Stars, Jodeo and Dragona, as they attempt to make sure their mother is financially taken care of by any means necessary, fans are continuing to discuss New interesting tidbits about the manga responsible for this popular universe. Recently, fans unearthed Araki's love of the green ogre known as Shrek. Though a new comment has been revealed that shows Hirohiko doesn't love everything related to Shrek. While praising all of the Shrek films, Araki did note that he felt some of the sequels weren't able to live up to the original and a new unearthed comment. All of the Shrek movies are entertaining, from the first film to the final installment. However, I would recommend Shrek 2 as my personal favorite. The love between Shrek and Fiona was portrayed well up until Shrek 2. However, once they introduced their children in Shrek 3rd, I got the impression they only made the movie because the other two did it well. It felt like they were milking it. Oh, sheesh. Yo, Mario Cup been bugging out. Yo, we had the Gantz altar going in. Now we got Araki. What's going on here? Araki then, shockingly enough, continued with even more thoughts about the Shrek franchise, while even hilariously comparing the DreamWorks property to Stone Ocean. Since Shrek's charm comes from him being imperfect and rough around the edges, it kind of feels dissatisfying seeing him become a composed, fatherly figure. Even in the manga, when the protagonist becomes a father, I can't help but question how it's going to work out. By the way, please exclude how Jotaro becomes Jolene's father from that example, as that is a completely different subject. Shrek has never had an anime adaptation in the Green Ogres. Past, but his legacy has hilariously lived on thanks to internet culture it's clear that the DreamWorks character popularity has spread around the world though it's unlikely we'll ever see a crossover between the Stars and Shrek in the future still Araki has brought fictional characters from outside the Joestar universe into JoJo's before and that is hilarious something I never in a trillion years thought what I would get of a conversation of Hirohiko Araki talking about Shrek but here we are folks yeah one life is one bizarre adventure huh Moving forward one piece creator is totally sold on the netflix tv series which he said on multiple occasions now it's hard to believe but the time has come for one piece to enter a new era in the past month headlines have honed in on one piece as its manga and anime have dropped truly impressive updates now it is netflix's turn to surprise the company is slated to bring one piece to life shortly with a live action tv series and in a new letter the manga creator is throwing his full support behind the adaptation over in japan some Lines across Tokyo have been lined with One Piece ads. In one station, a billboard can be found displaying a message from Oda himself. It is there the creator of One Piece hypes the long awaited adaptation and he wants the world to know. The requirement for choosing a Straw Hat crewmate is not strength. Luffy knows what is important. I used to think it was impossible to make a live action, but with today's technology, it can be done. We must express the cruelty of the wide ocean, Oda shared. We just have to aim for an unprecedented blockbuster hit. Believe in the story. Focus on whether it is interesting rather than on film technology. there is a trust between me and my fans and I can't lie to them you can't call something interesting if it isn't interesting it lacks power and interest and is not inspiring at all because it's not well prepared first-time viewers wouldn't find it appealing as it is now there could be the worst case scenario continuing Oda went on to say that it fell to him to approve Netflix's TV show for release the adaptation wasn't going to go live without his say so and Oda was happy to gift his seal of approval after years of hard work it's very interesting you can make it more interesting words with no sense of will are unnecessary the action is much more powerful i'm glad the staff understands the characters the tv drama is becoming good enough to be released to the public it is many times better than i imagined i was surprised that my luffy whom i thought did not exist exists in this world it created an impression that only live action could do Obviously Hollywood's take on anime has not gone well in the past but it has moments of success. Netflix's One Piece hopes to turn those tides entirely with help from Oda himself. With a dedicated cast and crew attached that loves One Piece, all the right ingredients are here for success. Now we just have to wait until the drama drops on August 31st to see if One Piece sinks. Or swims and high key, Oda has been I, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie if this thing doesn't pan out to a degree that people are really really hype and satisfied Oda is on the chopping block homie like Oda's name is beyond attached to this thing this is not like Dragon Ball Evolution where you got one comment from Toriyama when he said it's it's different like this is him saying yo i love this this is great You're, you know what i'm saying this is gonna be a blockbuster like this is huge Oda putting blockbuster next to this thing time is gonna tell whatnot but oda 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 <laughs> i'm just curious to see what fans are gonna say when it comes out i think that's mostly what everybody is feeling right now like is it gonna bomb is it gonna be successful because this right now if it is successful will set a precedent that live action uh anime adaptations can be done with the right amount of love and the right amount of passion and of course with the mangaka himself being very much so at the forefront and the helm saying yo we're gonna do this we're gonna win so yeah i guess we'll wait and see but Oda's. Calling it that it's going to be a blockbuster. Moving forward, manga creator Nami Sano passes away at 39. Today, the manga fandom is mourning the loss of a beloved talent. Nami Sano, the creator of hit manga, Like Haven't You Heard, I'm Sakamoto, has passed away. I've heard of that manga. Yeah, wow. The ar- No pun intended. The artist was just 36 years old. According to a new note from Kadokawa. Sano passed away on August 5th following a battle with cancer. She had been diagnosed just one month ago and had taken time behind the scenes to address their health while working. In a statement released by Katakawa, Sano was eager to continue drawing and was in the early stages of drafting a new manga. Sano's last words were also shared with fans as the editor of Harta shared an excerpt from her final letter. This ended up being a fun life. I am now going to a more free world. Goodbye. Oh my god, I don't want to cry right here, people. I am. Wow, fuck. Rest in peace to this mangaka. Thank you for contributing to the world of arts and literature. Shit, that last line right there. Wow, fuck. If you are not familiar with Sano by name, there is a good chance you know her work. The artist may their manga debut with having you heard i'm sakamoto as the title launched in 2011 the absurd manga drew a buzz over the years before it ended july 2016 it also sparked a hit anime which launched april 2016 following the debut series sano went on to create migi to Dali." oh my god the story ended in 2021 i've heard of that one as well and will return to headlines later this fall thanks to its own anime geek toys and comp town will be overseeing the anime and it will feature talent like shun hori ayumu murase and more so for more info on migi to Dali, you can read his official sina- <sighs> seriously rest in peace to this author i'm gonna check out migi to Dali. yeah that's the story i kind of want to move on this is uh, emotional Uh, it's got me emotional moving forward Netflix One Piece reveals first look at young straw hat members Netflix One Piece is on the horizon and the team behind the live-action adaptation are gearing up for its big debut if you did not know the team behind the hit Shueisha series have been working hard with Tomorrow Studios to bring the straw hat gang to life now we have been given a new official look at the crew and it features our favorite straw hats as kids and as you can see right here we got that's Kid Sanji we got Usopp we got Kid Nami we got Kid Zoro, which is hilarious of how he's dressed with the time skip attire. What the hell? And we got Kid Luffy, which shout outs to Kid Luffy. I love that. You know what I'm saying? He got kind of looks a little bit like me. Just a little wince. You know what I'm saying? Hey, let's go. But yeah, we got a got a solid roster for I ain't gonna lie. Like every with all that being said of, you know, all the drama that I've had or whatever you want to call it, the. The problem that i had with the one piece live action and all of that jazz i want to see it win regardless oda is betting on it it is one piece related you know what i'm saying it's a creation that oda believes in so i do want to see it win and you know these child actors. It looks kind of cool. Again, the Zoro one throws me off. Like, why is he dressed like the time skip? Like, what the hell? But, yeah. A cool look at the, uh, cast of One Piece as children. I mean, come on. Luffy is wearing his anchor shirt and all. From top to bottom, these photos show the Straw Hat gang at their youngest, and we're upset. Okay, I'm I'm not obsessed with it. Let's not get carried away, but let's carry on. Mappa Studio CEO breaks silence on AI's future in anime. This is an interesting one considering the speculation and rumors about them using AI for a Jujutsu Kaisen episode recently. Things never stay the same in tech. The field is incredibly diverse and has made untold headway in the past decade. From medical marvels to big screen effects, tech can do just about anything. Of course, there is a dark to every light and many creators are eyeing technology like AI with trepidation. The field is always just a few steps from taking over creators. But in a recent chat, the CEO of Mappa Studio said he doesn't think a total takeover is in the cards recently manabu otsuka spoke with globus in japan about the future of tech and anime it was there the mapa ceo and producer got honest about the implications of ai when asked if the tech could work with anime creators otsuka believes such incorporation is possible but ai will never be able to supersede real world talent According to Otsuka the staff at Mappa is already doing research on AI applications in anime the tool could help streamline budget issues and production scheduling in the future after all but when it comes to studio work Otsuka says Mappa is looking to bring more artists into the studio to him nothing can beat a human touch in anime and the most AI could do is background art if that as you can imagine Otsuka Frank Chat has stirred buzz within the anime the CEO leads one of anime's most innovative studios so there is a lot of attention on Mappa and its direction the studio's take on AI is incredibly telling for whether Industry as a whole can go. Given the global fandom's backlash against AI, it is hard to imagine a near future where tech is used to propagate full blown shows. But when it comes to behind the scenes processes, even Otsuka admits AI could be tooled into something useful. For now, there is no telling where AI will fit in the future of entertainment. In the United States, the emerging field has stirred intense controversy with creators ranging from writers to actors and singers. Copyright infringement arguments are rife within the AI debate, and some of Hollywood's biggest institutions are taking arms against the tech currently both the wga and sag aftra are on strike in part due to ai demands so as ai develops we will see whether fears about the tech were founded or not and i've seen ai advance immensely personally over the last year it was around this time i want to say i even made a video before it like really took off about ai and kind of the uh you know the capabilities of it at that time and in about a year's time it has advanced immensely to the point where i'm seeing people are able to use ai to do so many crazy things chat gpt has you know caused a stir like there's just so many different things that ai has been able to do and how much it's advanced in just a year imagine in five imagine in 10 imagine in 20 you know what i'm saying like as you keep on going ai is going to only get more advanced and more improved and It's scary, but at least from now, from what this, you know, uh, MAPA CEO is saying about AI, he's looking more into getting more artists on board and he's not thinking that AI is the solution. So I'm happy to hear that. Hopefully he stays true to his word because yeah ai uh, uh, give me real people any day of the week okay all right come on you know what i'm saying no no disrespect to the robots when y'all become our overlords you know what i'm saying? <laughs> no no please <laughs> okay people let's slow it down with the weekly shonen jump and weekly shonen magazine author comments and we got a lot of weekly shonen magazine author comments to make up for all the missed ones so let's take a massive read shall we okay i think this is the first one so let's start off here let's start off with hiromashima final fantasy 16 is so good i was impressed by music and icon battles in particular cool beans Mashima still enjoying his life i used k nomura from blue lock i really really want to go watch across the spider verse you should don't miss out it's a phenomenal movie dog you might get inspired to make more greatness in blue lock i'm just saying uh k urana from gachi akuta uh, as a gross pig <laughs> just writes burp really dog like nothing else Okay, (laughs) George Morikawa, my friend soon will join M League, so Mahjong Pro. Okay, Mahjong, why not? Uh, Negi Haruba, Ranger Reject, I drew quintuplets for the first time in a while. That was fun. Cool beans, cool beans. Well, let's see, we got Nakama Suzuki, author of Four Nights of the Apocalypse. There are a lot of cases of presobia suddenly getting worse around me. Don't worry, I'm still good to go. What the heck is pres- Presbyopia. Let's see. Let's look it up. Farsightedness caused by loss of elasticity of the lens of the eye. Occurring typically in middle and old age. Hey. So basically he needs glasses. Let's go. And we got the next one over. George Morikawa said in this one. Not this bad. Big support. 100 million copies. Couldn't be true. Yes, it could be true. You've made greatness. Hajime no Ippo is awesome. And whenever y'all want to make more anime of it, just let me know. I will be watching. <laughs> Shoutouts to Hajime no Ippo. 100 million copies. Still big, big, big milestone. Nagama Suzuki for Nights of the Apocalypse. When I take a cooling sheet from the fridge and put it on my forehead, I am awakened in a flash. But after 30 minutes, the effect goes off and I'm sleepy again. Right on. Uh, Kate Ura na Gachi akuta. One YouTuber I watch fairly regularly is Brian-san. Who the hell is Brian-san? Shout-outs to Brian-san. Why not? And let's add a burp since you want to burp on the last one. Uh, Hirobashima Eden Zero. Rain Code was just superb. You can feel the passion put into this game. I want to play the sequel already. What is it? Rain Rain code? i don't think i've heard of that one the editor of blue lock tia this summer as a heat stroke and dense crowds countermeasure i will humbly limit my dates to five people max at a time my man loves the ladies my man loves them shout outs to tia always a treat in these comments uh negi haruba ranger reject i went to the Shangri La frontier celebration and won a bean bag in the bingo okay cool beans cool beans cool beans Hey cool beans bean bag let's go and we got the next batch of them you Mind you, this is all from like weeks of you know backlog. They decided to drop on us, and I'm not mad at it. You know, Mashima said, "I played the remaster of Ghost Trick. How nostalgic! That's a masterpiece. I strongly recommend." Where do you get the time, dog? How do you get the time to play new games every week? You're doing like multiple anime, multiple manga. You're like, what? what? How? George Morikawa, building gun plot together with a friend. True Summer Night. That is a freaking awesome night, man. What? Painting and putting them together. Oh, man. That's awesome. Let's see. Here we got Yoshitoki Oima from To Your Eternity. Watch Ghibli's last work. I really want to give my honest review, but we don't have much space so it was good is that the new one by miyazaki i, I believe they're talking about the new one from miyazaki i want to check that one out man that marketing was very interesting the way they marketed it and it's miyazaki munayuki kanashiro blue lock i'm a type of guy who does like 70 percent of summer's homework when the break just started that's a good way to go get it out the way Hadaba ranger reject it felt like it would be more interesting if i postponed the chapter i was going to draw for next week so now i'm rescheduling things Okay, you know, do what you want. Nagama Suzuki, author for 49th Apocalypse. Coffee, beer, coffee, beer, coffee, beer. Then OS1. Nice. I had a case of dehydration. Hey, you know, Nagama Suzuki, don't miss a beat. We're talking about alcohol, dog. Put down the beer put down the alcohol, stop getting drunk, what are you doing Nakaba Suzuki, why are you putting that in a magazine that kids read, come on man, what what are we doing here Nakaba, what, what, what are we doing here dog, you cannot tell me that this man has not referenced alcohol h- dozens of times, probably over a hundred times at the very least, come on man, stop that, stop it, stop, and before anybody comes in and says, well actually, Shonen Magazine, they have like models and stuff, it, it, kids read this shit alright, stop it, knock it off, and I believe the last one we have here, Yusuke Murata from Blue Lock. I'm desperately trying my hardest now not to get any spoilers for The Boy and the Heron. That's the one from Miyazaki. Yeah, I, I kind of want to watch that one clean without spoilers as well. We got nakamasuzuki Suzuki for Nights of the Apocalypse. I watched Tokotono Ken on Netflix. It was so captivating. I felt like I returned to the days of my childhood. Oh, ata! Hey, good 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 something clean yeah hiromashima author of eden zero there were foreigners on both sides of me when i went to the conveyor belt sushi place and i told them about this particular thing called soy sauce <laughs> meggy haribo ranger reject i wanted to eat curry in the morning so i grabbed the during lunch yeah remember all that while eating curry at night right on, Yoshitoki Oima's to, uh, from To Your Eternity, they're going to be new info about Silent Voice Musical, looking forward to it, shout out to musicals, I love musicals, Kei Urona, Otovgachi Akuta, I was in bad shape and needed rest, sorry guys, hey at least it's better than burp, uh, and George Morikawa to close us out from Hajime no Ippo, the two Z-gocks are standing in front of my sight. this looks so fun, Never have a clue of what George Morikawa was talking about, but why not? And yeah, those were the Weekly Shonen Magazine off the comments. Let's hop on over to Weekly Shonen Jump. We got Akane Banashi's Takamasa Moe. My editor went to Milan in Italy. That's been my dream city to visit since middle school. That's cool. Marshall Master Asumi Kawada said congratulations to Hoshoryu on his win and promotion to Ozeki your expression during the exciting Shensuraku pumped me up uh, Mission Zakuro family's Hitsuji Gandaira the Kiki family photo I saw on the internet was so awesome. I wanted to inspire Yozakura. What what Kiki family photo? Are you talking about Kiki? Do you love me? Like what? <laughs> sorry. Takamoto Days, Yuto Suzuki. Naoya Inoue Full Tone was really awesome. I'm so glad I was born in this era. Ichiro to create a One Piece. I'm sorry that my serialization schedule will be unstable until the Netflix show premieres. And please enjoy the Universal Studios Japan Ice Show. One Piece is huge. We understand you got stuff to do. Blue Box Kojimiura, I want to go to a festival, food, fireworks, but I'm also really bad with crowds. Jujutsu Kaisen's Gege Akutami, I enjoy talking to my friend about Ryzen and somehow how do he slips into the conversation. It's always fun. Shout out to Gege. Witch Watch by Kentaro Shinohara, thank you to the bourbon company who gave me permission and even sent a bunch of free samples. Okay, uh, um or Koha Horakoshi from My Hero Academia. I started walking three times a week for my health and now I have a bomb about to go off in my knee. Talk about lose-lose. Keep going, man. Get to the doctor, make sure you're good and keep up with the exercises. It, it make you feel great, man. Kill Blue, Taratoshi Fujimaki, also formerly author of, you know, Kurokono Basket. I have short hair and try to go in once a month for a cut, but I just realized it's been over two months. Go get that cut then, dog. The Elusive Samurai, Yusei Matsui. It seems that the proper reading for... Date in this time was Idate or Date. Okay, I put a lot of thought into it but decided to focus on keeping things simple. New Age Exorcist Kodakawe, I got some healthier green tea at the convenience store. I enjoy this level of bitterness. Shout outs to Green Tea Undead Unlocked Yoshifumi Tezuka. I reached master with Kimberly in Street Fighter 6. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you, Bushin Style shout out to street fighter dog i want to get in on it it's been a while uh the ichinose family deadly sins ties in five volume three is now on sale in japan please check it out and enjoy a wonderful summer break Yo, summer break well okay maybe for them it might be different but summer break is kind of almost over for a lot of people ice head gills ikuyo hachia that naoya inoue versus full turn match yeah my inking hand had to stop for that Tenmaku Cinema's Shun Sayaki, I revived my rusted grill with citric acid. Now I can cook delicious meat again. Yuki tabata, Black Clover, my wife had her gallbladder removed and has safely returned home after a week in the hospital I'm so happy she's okay yeah t- this could be another indication as to why Black Clover again you know as I spoke about you know problems with his wife's health and whatnot Tabata needs to be there for his wife I understand it me and Roboko's Shuhei Miyazaki thank you so much to Tenmaku Cinema for letting me do the parodies it wasn't even planned it just happened while I was drawing Cypher Academy's Yuji Iwasaki my childhood friend had twins I hope they grew up healthy and read Cypher Academy one day <laughs> Fabricant 100's uh, Daisuke Enoshima. I seem to have a connection with barf lately. Ooh, the toilet at a restaurant. My cat. A for what? A foreigner in the street. Yo, I'll be happy to pass this connection to someone else. Okay, y- you bugging. June Kirazaka from Do Retry. I love, love it. I really like Fridays. More specifically, I love Cookie Blue Exorcist Kazue Kato. I haven't finished Zelda yet. The disaster event is over though. You haven't finished Zelda. Shoha Shoten Akinari Asakura. It's been so hot that I've been thinking about a sun umbrella. That That's a smart idea. Two Blue excesses, Yoshiaki Sukeno. The freezing water showers I had to suffer from during the winter now seem like a trip to the pool. <laughs> Surf of the Ends, Daisuke Furuya. I temporarily lost my sense of smell from a cold last month. It was a shock. It's that COVID? It kind of sounds like COVID. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, people, those were the Weekly Shonen Jump and a ton of Weekly Shonen Magazine author comments. I hope you enjoyed. I hope I delivered because I know we've been missing out. Like, where's the Weekly Shonen Magazine author comments? Well, there they go. And we will close this bad boy off with the top 50 best-selling manga of the week courtesy of jose underscore ke and let's start here with 50 through 41 let's cruise on through let's see let's see i don't know who sake but right on with uh total in 13 days and a whole lot of uh, love on the chest <laughs> uh we got oshinoko still god well before we even skip over moriarty the patriot the remains volume one three days i remember there was an anime for that 11.2k in three days okay okay disney twisted wonderland the comic episode of savannah claw volume 1 in 11 days 31k not bad oshinoko volume 3 doing 11.8k this week 647 total oshinoko still getting a massive push from that anime uh jujutsu kaisen volume 21 still on the charts man from what was that Jeez, that was from december 12k this week bringing it to 1.63 not bad at all not bad at all then we got places 40 through 31 ichi no family deadly sins in three days 12.1k not as great as I thought, but all right, all right. Still, I uh, enjoy the manga. Sandland Perfect Edition, a re-release of Sandland in three days, 12.3K. Is the movie out yet in Japan? Maybe with the movie. It, it, I mean, I thought it'd do more with a the movie. Uh, then we got Ko Volumes 4, 10, and 9, all doing about 12 point something K a piece. And then hopping on over... Places 34 through 31. Again, Oshinoko with about another 12 to 13 apiece. Oshinoko still blowing up. Let's see here. Then we got places 30 through 21. More Oshinoko. Uh, volume 6 and 5 doing 13.5 and 13.8 apiece. Blue period on the charts. Volume 14, 17 days, 90.7. Not bad. Oshinoko, the first volume of it all. It's interesting. as As much as it's blowing up, it still doesn't have a million. Which, don't get me wrong. It's like... It's doing astronomical, but it is interesting that it has seven hundred ninety-one thousand in total with fifteen point eight this week. We got Jujutsu Kaisen Volume Twenty Two with sixteen point nine, bringing its total to one point four six three million. Not bad, not bad. Uh, Witch Watch Volume Twelve in three days, twenty point two. Okay, I see you, Witch Watch. Record of Ragnarok Volume Nineteen in eighteen days, one hundred and forty-six k with twenty-one point six this week. Not bad, not bad. We got 20 through 11, Akane Banashi's latest volume, volume 7 in 3 days, 21.8. Okay. Tokyo Aliens. Was that a canceled manga? Is that something that's... Not, what, what, no, never mind. That's Square Enix. I, I was thinking of something else. Uh, Dragon Quest Dino Daiboken, Yusha Avanto Gakuen no Maoyu, volume 8 in 3 days, 22.6. Good stuff. It's the spinoff of, of Dragon Quest manga. Is that an older release or is that a new thing that's coming out now? Interesting in terms of serialization. Let me know if you know. Blue Lock, volume twenty-five and twenty-four days, two hundred and ninety-five k, almost three hundred k in a month. Lou, I thought it'd be a little more. I'll be honest, you, I thought it'd be like maybe half a million, but still not bad, not bad. Don de Don, volume eleven in three days, thirty-three point seven. Let's go, let's go. Shout out to Don de Don. Blue Box latest volume volume 11 38.7 in three days good stuff one piece volume 106 sitting at 1.497 with 39.5 this week good stuff on one piece still you know climbing up the charts doing its thing then we got top 10 top 10 top 10 top 10 uh, we got let's see here oshinoko volume 12 at number nine with uh, in 19 days, three hundred and fifty thousand, almost crazy, three forty nine. Uh, Kingdom in 19 days, four hundred and eighty four k with forty two point nine this week. Jujutsu Kaisen's latest volume twenty three with fifty three thousand or fifty three point four, bring his total to one point one three two. Shout-outs to Jujutsu Kaisen. We got Dragon Ball Super, uh, Volume 21, in three days, 58.2K. Major drop, in my opinion, of Dragon Ball Super sales in comparison to when we was at the end of the granola stuff with Bardock and all that. You can definitely see that this readaptation of the movie, it's easy money, but... makes you wonder what, you know I'm saying, the future of Dragon Ball is going to, like, it was doing so great, like, it was doing 100k plus in a week, and now, I mean, 60k is not bad, but Dragon Ball Super, come on, son, come on, finish this already, this readaptation, it's nonsense. At number 2, Kaiju number 8, volume 10, in 3 days, 112k, yeah, Kaiju number 8 has dropped in sales a lot. This thing was doing, like, 400, 500,000 first week, and now it's, like, at 112 in 3 days, which is still great numbers, but definitely a massive drop from on uh, a debut, maybe the anime will change things. Still, again, great numbers. I want to stress. And then at number one, Chainsaw Man, volume 15, in three days, 148k. Great stuff for Chainsaw Man as well. Shout out to Chainsaw Man. And yeah, this has been a very interesting top 50 best selling list of uh, manga. But that's all I have for this one. I'm Tim Roosevelt, and as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the Golden Rule anime and manga for life, boy. Have an awesome day, peace in, and uh, yeah, check out my album, The Rise of Tim Roosevelt, out now, all streaming platforms. Appreciate it, thank you. Have an awesome day, stay blessed. This is for my day one, my day one. This is for my day one, my day one. I would like to thank each and every person that has taken time to listen and provide feedback for my new album that is out right now, The Rise of Tim Roosevelt. You can listen to it on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, pretty much anywhere you get your music. You can listen to it. Link in the description below so you could go check it out for yourself. Thank you so much and let's keep on rocking out, you know?